Hello and welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. And I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Grace Penzel. And I'm Phoebe Richards. And we are waking and baking this morning, everybody. That's right. It's wake and bake four. It's really fun to wake up to smoke weed. That's a new kind of wake and bake that I've got from these episodes. (laughs) You mean waking up just with the intention to smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, I got to get up and smoke. I got to set my alarm. I need to force myself out of bed. And then I get to smoke weed. It's actually not the hardest thing to get out of bed for. It's pretty great (laughs) and it's because of you dear listeners that we are able to get out of bed and smoke weed we're so grateful for you without you we would be bedridden that's right listeners (laughs) (laughs) bedridden and sober we also wouldn't be here without our patrons so i wanted to do a couple of patron shout outs for abby emily in minnesota and Stacy in New York City. Or I don't know, it's not city. It's not New York City, <laughs> no. It's not. We I don't just... say city is a rule we made ourselves, but it is, I will say it is not New York City. It's it is New outside York. Of, yes, it's New York State. <laughs> Stacy from the big lights of New York State. <laughs> Emily from the largest city in Minnesota. And Abby from everywhere. <laughs> Abby is from everywhere. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you Thank all. You. Yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff going on in our Patreon. We make extra episodes. We put in some outtakes. So check it out if you're like, I want to join a Patreon. I want to be part of a cool club. And the point of the Patreon is, of course, to support art that you love. If you're loving the podcast, that's a great way to support us and help us grow. Another way to help us grow is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps boost us in the algorithm of Apple Podcasts. And more people will find the podcast and our community will grow even bigger if you do that. So thank you to everyone who already has. Thank you to those who will someday. Stoners holding hands around the world. Aww. Oh, just like the movie Us. What? Well, I, Phoebe, stoner Phoebe here, haven't smoked weed yet because I decided for this Wake and Bake to smoke a new-to-me weed and do a live review. Well, it's live to the other three stoner chicks. And the rest of us will just continue smoking our weed. Our normal weed. (laughs) Our boring old weed. So the weed I'm smoking is called Jealousy. Ooh. Ooh. And it's by Legendary Laboratories, located in Spokane, Washington. Sweet. I have my ice bong loaded up. I'm going to hit my blue drain concentrate, which I just keep buying this same cartridge over and over. I think I'm ready to expand my concentrate horizons. (laughs) We are taking a tour of a, a, a concentrate lab, I believe, or there's a woman in Seattle who owns a business called Halo cannabis and we're going to meet her and see her facility soon so i think that's probably when i'll expand my horizons into some new concentrate that'll be fun i'm excited for that yeah we're teaming up with kate from the pot moms podcast and hanging out with her that day so we're super it's gonna be a really fun day of stoner chicks so you might be asking what does jealousy taste like (laughs) yeah sure what does jealousy taste like what does jealousy taste like Very smooth. Surprisingly smooth. Went down easy. Is that a taste? Smooth? Uh, Yeah. Uh, It's got a a sort of floral taste to it. Not super flavorful, which I actually kind of like. So 
let's check in later and see how my high is. I'm just going to keep on hitting this ice bong like a champ. <laughs> yeah, we'll let that settle in. Let you simmer on it. Simmer on that jealousy. Simmer on your jealousy. That's that's right. We've got a, an intense vibe going <laughs> on. No, not you know. What do you think of for a nine a.m. wake and bake? Some jealousy. <laughs> well, how is everyone's morning going? Is everyone sipping on something delicious? I made my tea gross. Oh no! <laughs> what did you do? What'd you do to it? I was making Earl Grey, and we have this Reese's Pieces creamer that Ben bought, oh. and I was like, I'm going to try that in my Earl, <laughs> or in my morning, my English breakfast, I mean. Oh. And it's just very sweet. The first sip actually made me gag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. But I'm committed to I'd it. I'd say that's a bold choice. <laughs> well, it is sugar time in the big city of Seattle, because a couple days from now is is Easter. So I'm actually drinking my coffee black so that I can um, make room for as much sugar later <laughs> as I can. <laughs> I am 10. <laughs> oh. So I'm drinking black coffee. You're drinking gross tea. What mm-hmm. else? Reese's Pieces uh, tea. Even, even you saying it <laughs> gives me shivers. Ooh. Yep, I've got my coffee. I've got some non-dairy French vanilla creamer in there. Yum. I have, and I love your cup game, Kayla. It's a very cute mug. Thank you. It came in a Fab Fit Fun box for my partner's mom, and she <laughs> gave it to me. <laughs> What's a Fab Fit Fun box? I'm so glad you asked, Grace. It's a <laughs> box, monthly box service that sends you really basic stuff. <laughs> It'll be like, here's a scarf. Here's a little mug for your tea. Here's a little strap so you can work your buns. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so she she gives me a lot of gifts that are things from her FabFitFun box. <laughs> and this is, mug is one of those things. <laughs> she also gave me a mug that says, um, Badass Babe Warrior. <laughs> that she got in a box. I love that mug. Nice. Yeah. Badass babe you warrior. Are a, yeah, you are a badass babe warrior. Yeah, the stuff from the boxes are actually really nice. It makes me want to get one. I just like can't bring myself to do it, you know? Yeah. So you like are you saying that you like basic things or that it's not actually that basic? I love basic things. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have to face the reality of who I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, to yeah. a certain degree, they're popular for a reason. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That's true. They are, they're fab fit and fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just binged the ultimatum. I feel like that's as basic as it gets. Yeah. I convinced Grace and Phoebe to do that. Uh, Grace, are you going to finish <laughs> the ultimatum, you think? It's so much anxiety. I will finish it, but it also like shakes me to my core. Yeah. You'll be relieved when you finish it. I was relieved when I finished it. I. The end of last episode, I was alone in a room and I just started yelling, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. What episode number are you on? Uh, you're asking me, I'm the biggest stoner in the world. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Perfect answer. We're all real high. Now we're high. Yeah, Phoebe, uh, check in. How you feeling? Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm feeling happy. I'm looking at your faces and I'm just like, I'm not jealous at all. So if the point was to make me jealous, fail. (laughs) Steph, what are you drinking? I am drinking just coffee with a little cream and sugar in it. Yeah, classic. Is it 
Reese's Pieces Creek? No, it's just half and half. <laughs> oh my god, Steph, is that Patrick Starr chasing a fucking butterfly? It is, and then the other side has SpongeBob, and it says special, Aww. and he's Aww. riding a jellyfish. Because you're Aww. special. I love SpongeBob. Me Fuck. too. I had a weird obsession with him because he came out when I was in high school, and um, I would get baked and watch SpongeBob as like one of my earliest like get stoned and watch cartoons. But I think I mentioned that in a previous podcast episode. Fair enough. In our serial and TV. And cartoons. cartoons. Yeah. Blingo Blongo. And it was led by like a badass sketch comedian that we already knew, which was fun. Yes. Although I didn't really know Tom Kenny till after I was done watching SpongeBob. I learned about it in reverse. Learned it, yeah. Well, we were small, Kayla, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> you were just tiny. <laughs> we were just the teensiest, tiniest. What, itsy bitsy teeny? We need tiny little itty bitty. Tiny goo goo ga. Okay. <laughs> well, the goo goo, the gaga. Now that we're very high oh I think, let's think about I think it. it might be time for that's right folks it's high thoughts time <laughs> and i think i'm gonna jump right into i think the high thought that made me guffaw the loudest when i read it and it's pretty short from Angela. High thought. My husband and I had a very lengthy smoke-induced discussion about this high thought. Centaurs have six limbs and are therefore insects. <laughs> Ew. That's amazing. Ew. That's, that's from Angela. Thank you. Thanks, oh. Angela. The end? Yeah, there's nothing to discuss. You're correct. <laughs> I love oh, it. Thank no. you, Angela. Oh, God. Ew, I will never see them the same. Now, instead of like <laughs> galloping, to me, they're just going to look like they're slithering. Do you have a thing for centaurs, Phoebe? Do you like, would you fuck a centaur? No, but I definitely don't like insects. I mean, of course, I, I appreciate that in, insects exist, but I don't want to be around them. Okay, but what if you think of it like the cool people from an ant's story? An ant's life. A bug's life. A bug's life. <laughs> or otherwise known, an ant's story. Because well, there was that movie Ants that came out at like the same time. The same year. With a Z. Yeah. Anyway, so like those ants were cool. Can you imagine when those production teams realized there was someone else that had also been working on the same movie for like five years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That happened a few times. Like I remember there was one that there was a year where two end-of-world asteroid movies came out at the same time. Do you remember that stuff? Oh, yeah. Deep Impact and Armageddon. And then did yeah. it happen again with, like, Gravity? And there was a bunch of space, Lost in Space movies that came out at once, too. Oh, yeah. Then the Matthew McConaughey one, too. I forget what that one was. Interstellar. I think those were, I think those were a couple of years apart. Are they? I think um, so. Interstellar is a special movie to me because the first time my brother and I ever smoked together was when we went to see Interstellar and we smoked out of an apple. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a sweet sibling experience. Also, Interstellar was Timothy Chalamet's first big movie, which I now appreciate it for. He has a very small part, though. 
I know. You ever heard the story about how he quit college when he got that role, and then he re- didn't realize how mm-hmm. small it was until the movie came out, and then he <laughs> cried. <laughs> he, yeah, he cried after seeing the premiere because he was like, "I'm barely in it." Like, did you read the sc- the rest of the script? <laughs> you just read the script when you were in it. It sounds like. Oh, poor little Timmy. I love him. God. God just, bless him. Wow, how do we end up here? Huh? <laughs> I said, how do we end up here? I don't know. <laughs> I'll steer the conversation to how brilliant Timothy Chalamet is any day. Okay, can I just mention one more thing, though? Because you asked if Phoebe thought that centaurs were hot. Um, do we all remember Fantasia, where there were like a lot of really hot centaurs? No, I don't remember that. Oh, they always kind of scared me. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah, you... Fantasia freaked me out. Fair enough. Maybe I was already... I don't know. I'm not a fantasy person in general. Oh, I never noticed that about you. Like the genre of fantasy, despite like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of my favorite shows, but I think that has enough horror in it for me. Yeah, that makes sense. What about the David Bowie movie, The Dark Knight, The Crystal Knight? The dark of the labyrinth. Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love the labyrinth, but I was a kid. I mean, I'm an 80s kid, so I saw that as a child a bunch. Yeah. Anyway, well, now we know where we all stand. (laughs) Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, Steph. Angela. Thanks, Angela. Angela. You're welcome. Why don't we move on to another one? This is a high thought from Eliza. Eliza. Hello, stoner chicks. I'm very late to y'all's podcast, but I'm delighted to have found it and I'm working my way through it. Anywho, I'm stoned and thought of Cher, love, and then I thought of a literal chair, and then I thought of how silly a chair made of Cher would be. And um, I sent this to my graphic design friend, and this is what they sent back. Please enjoy. And there's a picture. Oh, my God. God. Can you show us? <laughs> so it's an office chair with almost like with her face. a decal of Cher on it. Of Cher looking bemused. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, good. I was worried we were talking like taking Cher's body and making a chair out <laughs> Me of too. it. And I was a little horrified. I was imagining a bunch of Cher heads with long hair just making up a chair. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. And I'll post that photo. Well, I like a share chair. I would buy one of those. Why not? Chair chair or share chair? Share chair. Share chair. Share chair. Fuck Care Bears. I want a share chair. <laughs> hey, don't say fuck Care Bears. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that struck a nerve. <laughs> How dare no, they you. ever do to yeah. you. <laughs> All right, Phoebe. Oh, welcome to my house. And yes, yes, this is my chase lounge. And yes, yes, this is my sofa. And yes, as you can see in the corner is my chair. (laughs) Oh, is that a share chair? It is a share chair. Oh, my. And they're like, why do you have an office chair in your fancy living room? (laughs) (laughs) I bought it at the dollar store. Well, that's a great fucking high thought. Love it. Loved that. Thanks, Eliza. Kayla, you're good you at it, Eliza. you're good at remembering the names from the beginning of it to the end. Thank you. That is a thing I've had to practice <laughs> for improv. I have to associate. I have to associate. Yeah, that's when I have the most success is when I hear the name and either think of someone I already know with that name or a character in a movie, and then mm-hmm. Eliza, Eliza Doolittle, Audrey Hepburn, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Audrey Hepburn. That seems confusing, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> 
when Steph and I do the Uncle Mike Ruins Christmas show, we have to reenact people's happy Christmas memories. So it'll be like my aunt Cheryl, my mom Kathy, my dad Bill, my brother Bryson, my sister Kathy. And we have to be like, okay, Kathy, Bryson, Bill, Jim, backstage. It's very hard. Got another high thought? I do. This high thought is from Margo. Margo! Uh, hi, Kayla, Stephanie, Phoebe, and Grace. What up? What up? I hope this message finds you stony as hell and happy and well. Love, Love that. that. Um, and now here's a high thought for you. Video editing is a form of time travel oh. when you're cutting a video and watching the same clip over and over again and then making choices and manipulating the picture <gasps> to what you want. You can control your past and ultimately your future. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Mind blown emoji. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Stay That's lit, right. Margo. Margo's a, a film editor. I met Margo in, in my freshman year of college where we were both going to school to be film. Well, we were both film majors. I wanted to be a film editor. Then I changed my mind. But Margo stated it through. Margo? Well, I, yeah. I love that. I feel like there's an increased feeling among too many people that like we all write our own narratives and so that just really struck me of that idea of like how much we are trying to create our reality based on like visuals and mm -hmm. sources outside of us but yeah editing's the old school version and if you think about reality tv the editors play a huge role in shaping how a character is portrayed and that mm -hmm. affects those people's futures yeah because people perceive them a certain way and then the way that they interact with them and write about them out in the world online and stuff is affected yeah they fully choose if there someone's going to come off well or not like they have days of footage they call it the villain edit the, i think it's called the villain edit yeah where they'll edit someone to look like the villain by just splicing together certain sentences to make them sound like they're all their worst moments all the anything negative yeah. they've ever said you can shoot someone for days and then they just piece together the good things you said when you were at your best or they can piece together the things you said when you weren't wild Margot might be manipulating our future and past right now. <laughs> Mind blown emoji. Love you, Margot. Love you. I'm going to go on to a high thought from Ruby. Hey, stoner chicks, fellow stoner chick myself, and listening to your podcast has made my days better. Aww. I wanted to share a high thought, and I always have. I always wonder how my life is going in alternate universes. Mm. Ruby, oh, I God. do too. For example, this January, this gets kind of dark, but I like the high thought. For example, in this January, I passed COVID to an older coworker and she thankfully returned to work and little to no symptoms. However, I think about how I could have inadvertently murdered my coworker or her mother. They live together as oh. coworker takes care of her in an alternate universe and how I probably never returned to work. I hope this makes sense and I hope you guys keep rocking it. Much love. Yes, that makes total sense. But it's more about the different, like, what is it, the... It's like the sliding doors almost. Yeah, where if you could take like all the little different things that could have happened to just completely change your life. Yeah. That's what that new movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, is about. I need to see that. I need to see that. The main character, she's able to like interact with her in other universes, like other possibilities of how she could have ended up. I love movies like that. 
But yeah, in real life, it can be maddening to think about what could what could I be like in an alternate universe if X hadn't happened or Y did happen. I know there are just a couple moments that I can actually look at my life that if I said yes to a certain project or didn't do a certain thing, that my life could have gone in a very different direction. Mm -hmm. And I always think about that, Stephanie, what she doing right now? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I like thinking about that. Like, I feel like I can drive myself crazy imagining the different ways things could have gone. I actually really love the idea that I'm on exactly the path that I'm supposed to be on. And I don't know, maybe it is a little bit of a fate thing or not a fate thing, but just I've just liked the thought that at any given moment, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And mm -hmm. that belief has really carried me through a lot of crazy shit. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's probably better for your mental health to think about things that way. <laughs> that's probably why people think about <laughs> yeah. things that way. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I tend to more think about times in my life that I'm like, wow, different circumstances and I could be homeless or that could have been a really low point that went bad. So or at certain points that could have led you to marrying into nobility and becoming the richest woman in the world. <laughs> well, sure. But I just mean as far as when I like get into that, like, whoa, what if it's it's on the other end, yeah. I guess, which is I've never thought about before. It's less a like, oh, it could be this or that. And more just like, wow, there's I'm lucky. Yeah. No, or I'm glad this thing just happened. Like, I have several moments I can think of. I don't really want to get into them no. that were like weirdly a thing just sort of fell into my lap that fixed a huge problem. And it was like, why did that just happen to me? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess in general, I, I tend to be like just as far as not understanding the universe. I just feel lucky that things have gone all, all right for me and most of the issues i have are completely brought on by myself <laughs> not the universe for sure okay well i'm high yeah. i'm high i'm done <laughs> thank you for that high thought whoa Ooh, no we mine. went there i know i like i like those high thoughts though the like mind exploding alternate universe so thank you ruby yeah ruby don't beat yourself up about that your coworker turned out all right Thank goodness. Everything's good. And with that, I think we should go into a smoke break. Oh, I think this tea is making me sick. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink it. I'm going to stop. We're leaving that in as part of bringing us back in. And welcome back from your smoke break, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> We're here. Baby, that's right. <laughs> We're here. We're here. <laughs> Phoebe, how are you feeling on jealousy? Are you feeling I'm, jealous? I feel very high. <laughs> <laughs> right before our smoke break, it hit me. I think that next, I mean, I, but no, I'm having a good time. I feel like I'm, like, I feel like I'm on a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I was really baked and had eaten an edible. Actually, one of the ones that I'm going to have you try. Whatever. Ooh. So I was really baked and also having, like, really bad pain um, at the same time. And I, and I was in the bathroom and we have, like, a white and black tiled floor. And I was looking at it and I was 
legit tripping like it was rippling and like expanding and I haven't been that baked and it's the edibles every time but Mm -hmm. I haven't been that baked in a long fucking time I got really baked on edibles last night when I was with Phoebe and we were going to see a show Kayla got so silly all of a sudden I like it was the kind of high where I was having a hard time with like logistically planning like the steps of what to do with something like even just to send a text or to find something in my purse it would take so long <laughs> and we went to this show and for some reason the door to the, into the theater was kept blocking <laughs> and they had a, a lady like checking vax cards out front and like she didn't realize the door had gotten locked and it was really funny because Kayla had already gone through the entire process of having her vax card checked and I could tell it was very stressful for <laughs> Kayla not stressful but Kayla was just like very high and then she had the stamp and so Kayla like steps in front like I already have the stamp I'm just gonna go in and the, the door was just locked <laughs> and Kayla was just trying it and trying it and then just walked to the back of the line <laughs> I was like, I'll let them deal with this locked door. I can't do this right now. You just fully gave up. Yeah. I was like, well, guess I can't go to this show anymore. I'm going to go fuck off. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we're here reading your high thoughts. Yes, we are. And I have a great high thought from Bren. Hi, stoner chicks. Hi. So I was thinking tonight while positively blazed. What if animals comprehend the sounds made by other animals the same way we comprehend hearing other people speak in an unfamiliar language, like a cat's meow is French to a bulldog to a dog's English bark? This one is sticking (laughs) with me tonight. Whoa. Hope you're well, Bren. Wow. I mean, I guess kind of they hear it. I'm very fascinated with animal communication. There's very few animals who have like a language that animals of their own species can understand it's mostly body language right i think birds communicate with each other orcas fucking do orcas have an actual language look it up <laughs> look, look it, it up, up. <laughs> but i wonder if like i because i sent you this orca video a while back kayla where these orcas were swimming with um scuba divers and they were making a very unusual sound and i was like wonder if they're trying to speak human to humans. Ooh. I think they were trying to communicate to those humans for sure. I don't know what, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were making a sound they don't normally make at the scuba divers. Just And it sounded kind of, I mean, this might just be how whales sound, but it sounded like almost a pain. They were trying to communicate <gasps> like a pain Aww. to them. What do, you, no. what do you think they were trying to say, Steph? I thought they were trying to say... Hey. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> but I thought they were like it was a weird sound that they were making. And it, I just thought they were trying to be like it's you, you weird people that come in our ocean every once in a while. Hey, what's up? Isn't it so fucking crazy that orcas and humans have that? Like orcas do not attack humans in the wild if they see them swimming around. They just don't. It seems like an understanding of some sort, or they just don't like how we taste. And they because they have a language, they can yeah. actually pass stories down through generations. So. Yeah, don't eat those things. They're not good. They're bony. (laughs) But they're Hmm. friendly towards humans, usually. Do orcas eat fish? Yes. They eat everything. They eat sharks. They'll eat. (gasps) But our local Seattle orcas... Do they eat octopuses? I think probably. Unless there's something in the octopus that 
pain that's harmful to eat. Yeah, maybe those orcas had just like accidentally eaten octopuses and then they were like, oh no. Or they're like, ooh, calamari. Ooh, calamari. Ooh. Do you think they think we're octopi? Whoa. No. What? Why would they I think don't that? Know. Long limbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think in ancient I think ancient cultures made an understanding with orcas. Oh. That's my theory. Huh. So it's ancient knowledge being passed down. Yeah, because they have proven somehow that orcas can pass down information. Whoa. Well, the crows have all told each other that I'm their enemy. Oh no. <laughs> you have a you have a gang of crows against you? I've just had crows throughout my life in Seattle attack me. Oh wow. Yeah, I've heard about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very, very if there's angry crows around I can't deal. I can't be outside. I get really bad anxiety. I got chased down frat row. Oh. In a quote-unquote walk of shame, <laughs> there was just a bunch of frat. I had not been at a frat, I will say that. But I was parked near one, and I was, like, running by as a crow chased me, and there was just a bunch of, like, bros on their porch drinking beer, and they laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I... To be fair, I probably would have laughed at you, too. <laughs> I would have also. <laughs> I've been dive-bombed by crows a lot, because when it's, like, nesting season, they are just, mm-hmm. like, crazy. But apparently, the trick is that if you look them in the eyes, they won't go for you. And so people will like put their sunglasses on the back of their head to make it seem like they're making eye contact with them. And sometimes if I see crows up in the tree and they're cawing, I'll just like even walk, I'll like pass them and even like walk backwards and just be like, I see you. Like, don't fucking dive bomb me. That's fascinating. I have heard that uh, Stephanie, my friend, Anthony told me that he used to get attacked by crows and from age five to like 10, he would walk around his neighborhood with his Halloween mask on backwards. (laughs) That's a that's a solution to that problem. Very cute. I would love to see a little kid just all every day with his mask on backwards. And in his elementary school class, he's just like the kid who wears a mask all day. If you sit behind him, you just have like this face staring at you. Oh, wow. Where did... What's happening? Well, we started off with... If dogs language, which I... and And a cat, if their language sounded like how it sounds to us when we hear an unfamiliar language. And I I have my cats lived with dogs and I feel like their language is more unspoken and they cuz my cat never really meowed at the dog. He would swipe at it and do these little things that made the dog go, "Oh, you're in charge." And then they had a great relationship after that. Okay, but riddle me this. If you were let's say you had a dog and a cat in this house and a fire started, and one of them saw the fire, do you think they would be able to communicate to that other animal there was danger? Oh, for sure. I think so. Yeah, just by acting erratically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they, they communicate with body language. But I wonder if two cats, it's easier for them to communicate through body language together than with a cat and a dog. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We'll never know, really. <laughs> Unless we get... I still want us, like a nature person, a nature scientist to come and blow my mind one day. In Pokemon, all of the Pokemon can understand each other across different species. Oh. Sorry. Well, there you... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, like... Do you guys remember the movie Being John Malkovich? Yeah. Where they go through the little tunnel into John Malkovich's brain? What if you could do that to your cat? Oh. Whoa. 
<laughs> that would be that's actually a really great high thought, Phoebe. Yeah, you could just spend like ten minutes in your cat's brain or your dog's your doggy's brain. Yeah, just to see. Yeah, what they and then pop out, pop out through a little fun slide. <laughs> One more. One more high thought. Thank you for that high One thought. One more high thought. Uh, thank you thank for that you. one, Bren. So many good high thoughts. I'm going to pick this one for our last one of the day. I think this is great from Valentina. Hi, Stephanie. First of all, I want to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. Recently discovered your channel, and I've loved listening to every episode. So here is one of the stoner... I know I had to put that in there. <laughs> I'm laughing at Phoebe. Sorry, Phoebe oh. is so baked over there. Just <laughs> muted and laughing. <laughs> Keep going, Steph. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. So here's one of the stoner slash dumb thoughts that I had a while back. I was casually strolling through Instagram and saw the photo below. I'm going to show it to you guys. I stared at it for a while and thought out loud, did the human race evolve from lions? Obviously, <laughs> I'll show you the photo so it'll make sense. Obviously, I know we didn't, but the photo really confused me. And of course, my partner burst out laughing. But what if in different planets and galaxies, there are humans that evolved from different species like lions? Thought emoji. I want to see this picture. It would be interesting to know what you girls think. Stay groovy and smoke your weed. Valentina from the UK. And then, Hey, Valentina. We got this picture here. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, sexy lion man. Yeah, sexy lion man indeed. I'd hook up with Lion Man. That Lion Man has terrifying <laughs> eyes. I know, but... Yeah, but imagine that that is an alien from another Ooh. planet, you know, evolved from lions. What if the... Yeah, the aliens that come down are very humanoid, but they look like, they, like they're giraffe people. They have really <sighs> long necks and little horns and they're... And they're spotted. I think they're going to be like, fuck you for what you've been doing to our kind on this planet. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the evolved giraffes come to Earth to seek their revenge. That's the plot of Planet of the Apes. Am I wrong? Yeah, but this is giraffes, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen The Island of Dr. Moreau? Yes. That's a wildly bad movie. <laughs> A late Marlon, Marlon Brando, Brando when he's at peak weird and eccentric. To put it nicely, and, and Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer and Fariza Balk from The Craft. Okay, and what's the plot? It's like an island where they're experimenting with making, the, like, mixing animal and human oh, DNA God. and making, like, different races. So Fariza Balk's, like, part cat. Ooh. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird. Kind of like Zoe Kravitz in The Batman. Part cat. Was she? <laughs> no. No, I don't think she was part. She just took in a lot of strays and drank yeah. a lot of milk, and she could kind of slink around. Her movement, her body acting was so good in that movie. Acting. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, the lion thing just made me think of like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. And I always thought he was way hotter as the friendly when he became friendly Beast than when he was. Oh, for sure. Weird prince guy. Weird prince guy. Yeah, it's like when people take off their mask for the first time and you're like, whoa, that's what the bottom of your face looks like. It's like the beast took off all his fur and trappings and then it was like, ay, ay, ay. That mouth. <laughs> yay, ay, ay. Yeah, if it just ended with Belle like, oh, like slow stepping back. Um, never mind. I liked you better when you were big and hairy and hot. <laughs> 
well, now that we've sexualized cartoon characters again. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. I think it's time to call it call it a wrap. Thank you so much for all of your high thoughts. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stephanie, for presenting those to us. Thank you, listeners, for writing in. If you have more high thoughts you want to send in, you should do that by sending Stephanie an email at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. She reads them all. Or you can suggest movies for Stoner Movie Book Club. Or you can just say, hi, howdy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good greeting. Yeah. And also you could follow us on social medias. We are Stoner Chicks podcast on Instagram and Facebook with some 69420 in there. We are Broccoli Broads on TikTok. We are Stoner Chicks podcast on Twitter. I already told you about the Well, I didn't. But people told you about Patreon earlier, but you should follow us on there. And am I forgetting anything? Our website, stonerchickspodcast.com. Yeah, maybe the most important. <laughs> that one will take you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> yeah, you can get sign up for the newsletter. You can fucking buy a t-shirt with our motherfucking faces on it. And with that, Kayla, what do stoners always say? I think the ancient worlds made a pact. A pact that lasted millennia where lions... Tigers and bears rain true. Help. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Thanks so much. Toke up, everyone. Smoke your weed. That was Bye. the greatest I thought. Help. <laughs> <laughs>